0: Accustomed as I am to public speaking, I have to admit this is the first time that I've been so close to being speechless when it comes to describing the honor that I feel in being able to join you here. At the luncheon down there, I think that General Dick Abel described it best. He said, you think that dessert is bread pudding? It's not. It's humble pie. Really. Having been a POW is a rather dubious distinction. You know, it wasn't what I shipped over for at the outset by any means, not what I had in mind, but I did find that it doesn't always happen to the other guy. After having spent seven years and nine days in the prisons of Hanoi, the capital of North Vietnam, having an opportunity to see firsthand that communist system, an opportunity to gain some very personal insight about myself, my fellow man, my country, and my God, I decided to use that adversity, that crisis, personal crisis, if you will, as an opportunity. To be better in every way that I could and I'm not uncommon in that respect every other man there shared that purpose as well since I've returned I've been blessed with the opportunity to share the story with Americans Canadians people in Mexico over the past two years and I try to emphasize not so much the torture and the pain and the adversity and the cruelty and the absolutely bizarre living conditions which we experience but instead the keys to our survival there and the key was basically faith i mean four kinds of faith faith in myself faith in my fellow man faith in my country america and of course faith in my god really the foundation for it all and when i say faith in ourselves i mean the same kind of faith that it requires right here at home every day as we find ourselves living out sometimes prison-like aspects where none of us are totally free to come or go or do as we please we're all constrained to a certain extent by responsibilities and consequences of the commitments that we've made back up the pike somewhere faith in ourselves to do our duty as we see it both in hanoi and at home faith in ourselves to stay physically fit mentally fit to maintain our sense of humor We all composed poetry there to pass the time of day, and I'll never forget my own first attempt at poems. I was sitting in the concrete slab of my tiny cell one day, and I took a bite out of the piece of bread that I had. We had bread as a break from our usual rice diet sometimes. And I looked at that bread, and wherever the bread came from, where they kept the flour, was full of weevils and roaches and lice and bugs and so on. So I looked at it, and I composed my first poem. As I looked at my bread, I said, Little weevil in my bread, I think I just bit off your head. (laughs) Of course I had, but that sense of humor was so essential faith in one another to sustain each other. We had a communication system that we used covertly because if you were caught communicating with one another when you were separated by solitary or isolation, you were punished severely. We used a system called tap code, tapping on the walls. And I'm going to do this quick, and I know you're quick enough to get it. Tap code is based upon 25 letters of our alphabet. Leave out the letter K because you can substitute a C. It makes the same sound most of the time. Arrange those remaining 25 letters in five rows, one on top of the other, of five letters each. As you're looking at it, it would be A through E in the top row. F through J in the second row, and so on the third row, the fourth row, and the fifth row with Z down in the lower right-hand corner. Gives me five horizontal rows and five vertical columns. A is in the first row and the first column, right? If I want to tap an A, once for the row, once for the column, one and one. B is in the first row, the second column over, one and two. C is first row, third column over, one and three. F, second row, first column, two, one, and so on. Z. Five and five down in the corner. So if I want to spell something like Academy A C A B E M Y, or if achievement A Achievement A C H I E B E M E N so you see how fast we could go and that's what really sustained us we also, sub- we also substituted those sounds that we make as human beings sometimes you know, you'd translate <coughs> 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 so you could cough and hack and sputter and spit all day long and really communicate and they never got wise to that you know, I mean taking care of ourselves keeping faith in our country in that overwhelming wave of negative propaganda that they supplied for us each day the only way that you could keep faith sometime was to reach way back into your past and you recall the words that some high school civics or history teacher might have told you about all the reasons to be proud of our country or maybe something a coach or your boy scout master or your, or your minister had told you about all the reasons that our country had endured and the faith that had sustained it or something your uncle had told you about all the reasons to sacrifice for our country, and not just for the security and integrity of America, but for the very principles of freedom and human dignity, which have become synonymous with that word, America, and faith in our God. The first two English words that I saw scratched on a cell wall there when I first was captured were simply two words with an equal sign between them, and it said, God equals strength. And let me tell you, for me, that really worked. And every Sunday morning, the senior officer in each cell block would pass a certain signal on the wall, the church signal, and we would all stand up, each in our own cells, and at least in some semblance of togetherness, we would all recite the Pledge of Allegiance to our flag, and the Lord's Prayer, and often the 23rd Psalm. Faith in ourselves, faith in one another, faith in our country, America, and its cause and purpose at any given time, and faith in our God the foundation for it all and i hope and i hope to share with americans how this experience was really so much more than just mine and that of those other men in the cell blocks there around me but theirs as well and i mean yours every single one of you here were there with us in so many more ways you your parents your aunts and uncles every single american and i was first reminded of that when i came back and some friends would come up to me or even strangers sometimes and they would say something like boy I, I stayed up until three in the morning and i saw you guys come home on television the way you got off those big airplanes at clark air force base or the the things that you said made me feel so proud i mean the things that we said like we're proud to have served our country during some very difficult and adverse times and we're grateful to our commander-in-chief and to the people of our nation for this day god bless america boy when you said those things it made me feel so good Well, let me tell you, if anything, if if you happen to see those same film clips on TV and anything that we said or did at that period when we came home or if anything I might have said today or have an opportunity to tell you later on gives you the slightest little twinge of pride or good feeling about yourself or our country, it's exactly the way it's supposed to work because you can be sure that whatever role you might have had to play in that whole experience or might have to in the future whatever adversity that you'd come home the same way say the same things and do the same things because we're all so much alike listen i was randomly selected by anti aircraft fire i'm a part of you and you're part of me we're all of the same clay and spirit and that's what sustained us because we knew that you were with us we felt your thoughts and your prayers and your frustration that we were still there and you know all those years of the enemies tried to break our spirit our confidence and our faith, and they couldn't do that. And the reason that they couldn't is in great part right here before me today. Let me tell you, every single one of you. And I can't tell you how much, how proud I am of you, my fellow Americans, and what we can accomplish individually and collectively, and how much we mean to the rest of the people in this world. And I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. And that's GB. And it means God bless.